With winter break fast approaching for so many of our families, it felt like the perfect time to talk about the practical strategies that you can use to make this time of year that could be overwhelming and nerve-wracking into something that you really enjoy and don't get too stressed out about. If you're a practical mom who knows that This time of year is just going to look a little bit different, but you want to make sure that you maintain your sense of calm and go into it confidently, knowing exactly how you're going to navigate it to strike that perfect balance you're aiming for. This week's episode is for you. I'm breaking down five strategies that will really help you to leverage your personal strengths and navigate the unpredictability of winter break while also keeping your family content and out of the potential chaos that could happen from so much unstructured time. I want to make sure that this is a time that you really look forward to. And whether you're balancing work or running your own business or just facing the fact that your kids are home all day every day for a few weeks or maybe even you're traveling together, I'm confident this can really be a time of year that you come to cherish and enjoy. If that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. Winter break is something that especially our kids really look forward to and I think that so many of us want to look forward to it as well, but there's the realist, at least in me, who also recognizes the challenges that comes with having your kids not just home all day, every day, but it's also the fact that you're coupling this with just a huge shift that's very temporary in your daily rhythm and routines. And when you throw that off balance, it just feels trickier. There's a lot more unpredictability that could come with that, a lot more emotionality, sometimes a tinge of cabin fever, and it just is easy for things to feel more chaotic than calm. But as someone who has always shared winter and summer breaks with my kids from when I was teaching in the classroom, I promise you there are ways that we can really strike a good balance. And I really hope that this week's episode helps you feel confident that you really can achieve that. And it doesn't have to be anything too structured or too loose. My hope is that you really 
walk away feeling like there's a middle ground that can be achieved. Now, the thing I'll say is that I'm going to share five strategies with you, but obviously if they don't feel like a good fit for you and what your family needs, then feel free to skip that strategy. Only walk away with the ones that you feel like are really serving and supporting you. And then with that, I think it's really important to preface that before you go into winter break and implement some of these strategies, it can be helpful to give your family the heads up, have a quick meeting, and talk about why you are implementing some of these strategies in an effort to really create a winter break that serves the whole family and supports what everyone needs. And you could even link it back to past experiences with winter break or summer break, things, points in time where you felt like things didn't go well because you didn't have strategies in place. You can just underscore those to really emphasize the intention behind the change and what you want to accomplish for your family. It could be a quick, casual three-minute chat over breakfast. It doesn't have to be anything big, but I do really believe that in order to have the whole family on board, that open communication is so important. Okay, so let's talk about your first strategy. I want you to embrace flexibility and to simplify. Pop break doesn't need to have a minute-by-minute plan. You don't have to maintain the same structure that you do during, say, a regular day at daycare or at preschool or at school. And you also don't have to feel like you have to fill every minute of your family's day. It's okay to embrace some loose routines, some open-ended play and spontaneous adventures. I think that this gives you the freedom to respond to how your family is feeling and what they need. And I also think it helps relieve some of the pressure on you to really serve as the entertainer of the family or the one who's having to manage everything that could really become stressful quickly. So I think that ditching the rigid schedule will really serve you well. I will say that some semblance of a schedule in terms of a rhythm to your day can be really helpful. Our kids do thrive on predictability. Your schedule could look a little different day to day. It's okay if it does. Just maybe have a quick chat in the morning about what the plan is for the day. That can be as simple as drawing a little picture on a post-it note, lining your post-it notes up in the order of what you're doing. It'll just help your kids know what to anticipate and will really help minimize some of those moments where they might be pushing back because you're like, no, we got to go to the grocery store now and they want to keep playing and they're caught off guard because they didn't know you were going grocery shopping, right? So we want to help them anticipate what their day is going to look like. It'll just help things go more smoothly. And with that, make sure that you identify what your non-negotiables will be day to day. That could be family meals, maintaining bedtime routines, whatever that is, is going to look different for you and your household. But then when you are prioritizing those core routines, focus on enjoying those moments together. Let go of the unnecessary commitments and activities that maybe otherwise do fill your day and see what you can do to make this time special. It's nice that you don't have the necessarily the time crunch that you otherwise would. At the same time, I want to also acknowledge that for so many of us, winter break is a really long time. It's usually two weeks. I think ours is over 15 days this year. I think it's 17 or 18. And it's really important to recognize that a lot of us are still working or a lot of us are still running our businesses. So having those 
predictable work times um, or the days where, you know, you do need a little more structure, go ahead and prioritize that. And I think that having a little bit of structure on the days that are a little more fluid will help your kids also be a little bit more flexible with kind of jumping back and forth between, you know, the days where you're home and you're in mom mode and the days where you're more in work mode. Um, it just will help that flow a little bit more easily. Now, the second strategy when your days are long and you're home and you're trying to get things done even around the house and the kids just might need you a little bit more than is typical, I would say lean into connection and play. I want you to really recognize here that we don't need to focus on quantity of time with our kids, but I do find that it's helpful to schedule in intentional downtime with your kids. This is when you're putting your phone away, you're going to get down on the floor and just enjoy playing with your kids. Or maybe you want to snuggle up and read a book together, or you want to get some new coloring books and color together. It really doesn't matter what you're doing. I want you to not just reconnect with your children, but reconnect with your inner child. Enjoy being a part of your child's world. This could be as short as 10 minutes, five minutes, whatever it is, but build it into your day. And you're going to find that that really satisfies your child's need for connection with you and will actually free you up to then go back into your more productive windows of time without as many interruptions. And you're also going to find that you just enjoy your days that much more. I also want you to realize that during winter break, your responsibilities tend to increase. There are large parts of your day that someone else would otherwise be supporting you by caring for your child. And you don't have that luxury right now. And like I mentioned, your everyday schedule may not be at a standstill during this time. So maybe identify what things you can let go of for the next two weeks, what really can just fall to the bottom of the priority list. If there are things that can't fall to the bottom of the priority list that you know are just beyond what you can get to, I want you to think about how can you share the load either with your kids by involving them and having them work alongside you. You know, Maybe instead of doing the laundry by yourself, you invite them to help carry the laundry baskets downstairs and to fold the towels while you fold the clothes. It allows them to build their confidence and helps them feel like they are making a contribution to your home while also hopefully freeing you up at least a little bit. But then also let's remember you can ask for help from your partner extended family, friends, neighbors, set up a play date exchange, or maybe you take turns uh, whose house is going to host the play dates over winter break. You can utilize delivery services, pre-made meals, or even a cleaning service for a week or two just to help reduce your burden because you have to recognize that your burden is increasing in other ways. And I don't mean burden in terms of something you should dread or resent. I hope you recognize that. I mean this in the sense of just the mental load, the physical output, and the actual use of your time comes with weight that you have to bear. And so let's make sure that you are distributing that more evenly or in a different way than you normally would during a regular weekday. For your fourth strategy, make sure that you're prioritizing your self-care and that you're recharging. This is just going to be very important because you are going to be on in mom mode a lot more than maybe you otherwise would. So take some time right now, schedule in some me time, carve out an hour or two on the weekends when your partner's home or 
schedule a babysitter, ask a family member to stop by, whatever you can do, carve out a little intentional time for you. And even if that means you just get up 15 minutes earlier before the kids, you can enjoy your coffee while it's hot, or you want to plan out a relaxing activity for you to do after the kids go to bed. You know, maybe you ask your partner to do bedtime. I want you to make sure that you go into winter break with a plan for how you're going to recharge for yourself. For me, it means a daily quiet time in the afternoon. It's a non-negotiable in our house. During summer break, winter break, you name it, we all get a quiet time. As the kids have gotten older, it's gotten shorter, but it's important that you get that time. So for my kids, it's just go read, go enjoy music, go play, whatever you want to do in your room. I'm going to go do what I want to do. And when those 30 minutes are up, we're going to come back together. And remember that the busyness of the holidays doesn't have to disrupt your sleep, your exercise routines, your eating habits. You are entitled to keep those as personal priorities for your well-being. Just because your rhythms have shifted in other ways, it doesn't mean that you have to put all of what is important in terms of taking care of yourself. That doesn't have to go on the back burner. It's not an either or situation. So make sure that you keep those as a priority. And if you are feeling overwhelmed or you're anxious, don't hesitate to seek a sympathetic ear, whether that's just talking to your partner or reaching out to your therapist, whatever feels the most supportive to you, I want to make sure that you have the support you need to get through a more demanding time in your life as a mom. I've actually been really interested to see a lot of emails coming through from my insurance provider saying that so many therapists that you can just access online are now covered by insurance, which I think is huge and awesome. So make sure that not just during this busy time that you consider that as an option, but it's available to so many of us for so much less money than it used to cost. So just worth noting, I think that's really cool. I love seeing that mental health is getting as much of a priority as our physical health. And then lastly, make sure that you are practicing some gratitude every day. I have a great podcast episode about that. I will link it in the show notes just on how you can practice gratitude personally or with the kids. I think just focusing on what's going really well, even the small wins, can really help you lean into that feeling and seek out more of it during a time that could otherwise be really overwhelming. So I'll link to that gratitude episode there. And also if you're traveling, I have a couple of podcast episodes about family travel that I will also include. I want to make sure that you um, have that at your fingertips in case you're heading out of town. And if you're not heading out of town, pick an adventure day. Just choose one day to go explore a new park or to go to a new library in your area that you've never explored before or a museum or actually a lot of libraries have museum passes. So check that out too. Um, just, you know, lean into it. Enjoy the time together. It's a great opportunity to connect in different ways that you don't have the luxury of doing during the rest of the school year. And I think that... Um, it's easy to just, you know, end up having these days that feel endless, that like you don't really have a plan and they just become overwhelming and everyone gets a little cranky. And I hope that these five strategies really help you realize that there is a lot that you can do to help make this a really awesome time for your family. So just to recap, those strategies are to embrace flexibility and to simplify, lean into connection and play, delegate and collaborate, 
prioritize your self-care and recharge, and make sure to focus on gratitude and celebrate your wins. If this podcast episode has been meaningful to you in any way, I want to hear about it. I just ask that you leave a quick review. It not only helps me know more about what you'd like to see from this podcast, but also lets everyone else who comes across the podcast understand what they can expect and what other moms appreciate about it. You don't have to do anything lengthy or long. You could just say one sentence about what you are loving. And if you don't have time for that, totally fine. Just give it a rating. Even that helps the show more than you could ever realize. If you'd like to leave a review, I'll drop a link in the show notes, or you could go to ratethispodcast.com slash momlifehandbook. If you're comfortable with navigating it right inside your podcast player, you can always do that as well. Thank you for taking the time to do that. It genuinely means so much to me as someone who puts so much time and effort into this resource for you. I always really appreciate hearing how it's making a difference in your life or understanding more about what you would like to see more of. So thank you from the bottom of my heart from, for continuing to tune in and rely on Mom Life Handbook as your source for creating your ideal every day with more intention and ease. And as we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you.